grace and peace to you. Friends, have you ever been in the situation where you worked really, really hard, but didn't get the credit that you felt you deserved? Have you had the situation when at work or university or school or wherever that you've been part of a group project or task? Maybe unloading a delivery truck or writing a governmental paper or anything at all. I don't know anyone who hasn't been in that situation. It's easy to think that you've contributed the most to a situation and be annoyed about the credit, either in wages or grades or whatever, that's been given out in equal measure. The question that always comes up in these situations is one that's been asked in these situations since Jesus' time and before. That question is, is it fair? Is it fair that you've worked your tail off and someone else has coasted and you get the same pay? But if we ask, is it fair? We have to ask more questions. Questions about what does it mean for something to be fair? And what set of rules of fairness are we working under? In today's reading, we hear Jesus talk about fairness and how the kingdom of God the way things work under God's rules are somewhat counterintuitive to us. Our reading today is taken from Matthew's Gospel, from the 20th chapter, reading from the first verse. Hear the word of God. For the kingdom of heaven is like a landowner who went out early in the morning to hire labourers for his vineyard. After agreeing with the labourers for the usual daily wage, he sent them out into the vineyard. When he went out about nine o'clock, he saw others standing idle in the marketplace and said to them, You also go into the vineyard, and I will pay you whatever is right. So they went. When he went out again about noon and about three o'clock, he did the same. And about five o'clock, he went out and found others standing around, and he said to them, Why are you standing here idle all day? Then he said to them, Because no one has hired us. And he replied, You also go into the vineyard. When evening came, the owner of the vineyard said to his manager, Call all the labourers and give them their pay, beginning with the last and then going to the first. When those hired about five o'clock came, each of them received the usual daily wage. Now when the first came, they thought they would receive more. But each of them also received the usual daily wage. And when they received it, they grumbled against the landowner, saying, These last worked only one hour. And you have made them equal to us who have borne the burden of the day and the scorching heat. But he replied to one of them. Friend, I'm doing you no wrong. Did you not agree with me for the usual daily wage? Take what belongs to you and go. I choose to give to this last the same as I give to you. Am I not allowed to do what I choose? with what belongs to me. 
or are you envious because I am generous? So the last will be first, and the first will be last. Amen. The first is last, and the last is first. Equal wages paid at the end of the day, with the amount appearing to have been determined by being there at the end, rather than how much work was done. None of that seems fair. And none of that seems fair, especially when Jesus is talking about these being the rules of the kingdom of heaven. Are the rules in the kingdom fair? Is it fair that you can spend your life looking away from God, living only for yourself all your life, and then turn to God at the last minute and be reconciled in love? Is it fair? Is it fair that you can be looking towards God and living for others all your life and then completely turn your back and be cast out from love? Is that fair? Is it fair when good things happen to bad people? Is it fair when bad things happen to good people? The question of fairness is a knotty one. I think in part because it supposes people are either good or bad. It supposes that people are either perfect or not. So in reality, when we ask the question, is it fair? We're asking why someone got what we wanted or similar. Not about living in a world where things happen, good and bad. We live in a world where the amount of effort you put in does not correlate to the amount of resources you get out. It's not about being good or bad. When I lived in Malawi, I had a lady who came and cleaned for me three days a week. The wonderful and absolutely lovely Mrs. Nyalapa. She cleaned for me and one of my neighbours. She looked after her ageing father. She ran a small orphanage and was active supporting her local school. Her youngest son loved it the days that she was with me. as There was always sausages in the fridge and I'd never count how many he'd eaten. But anyway, Mrs. Nyalapa couldn't be stopped. She was on the go, working in some way for 12 or 14 hours a day. But her life was one of small margins. She didn't live in poverty, but she had little to spare at the end of the day. Compare her to Jeff Bezos, or a similar owner of a multinational company. In the growing and running of a billion-dollar company, long days and hard work are, of course what you do. And that hard work somehow makes billions of pounds worth of wealth. Is that work any harder than that of the wonderful Mrs. Nyalapa? No. Did they work harder? No. If wealth was predicated on only hard work, then Africa would be full of female billionaires. The kingdom of God does it differently. Our worth is not measured in money in the bank. And it's not measured by how good we are at being good. In the kingdom of God, our worth is measured by whether we are loved by God. And since we, all humans, no matter the colour or creed, are made in the image of God, then we're all equally loved by God. And all that God asks 
is that we return that divine love and share it with others. Of course, we all get that wrong. And sometimes we all get it right. We might not understand it. But all we're asked to do is simply look to God and somehow know that we are loved. So is this fair? Well, probably not. But love's more important than fairness, as it leads to hope and justice, which are far more important than balance sheets of behaviour. The kingdom of God is not about our own personal sacrifice. The kingdom of God is about mercy. The kingdom of God, where the first is last and the last is first, is a place where the normal rules are flipped on their head and all are loved equally because they're made to be loved. And our challenge, as workers in the vineyard of life, is not to grumble, but to love all those we work with, however and whenever their day started. As you pray this one, Pray for all the workers, everyone who's working to show love in the world. Those like Mrs. Naya Lapper, who's hidden from sight, and those in prominent positions like the very Reverend Martin Fair. Pray that you might show love to all people, not asking if it is fair, but asking how you can be loving. If you want to sing this week, the childhood favourite, We Plough the Fields and Scatter, is a fun sink. And as you think about all of this, as you go into your week, ask yourself the question, in an unfair world, what can I do to make it more just and loving? And then identify one new to you practical thing you can do to make the world a fairer place and do it. And as you pray and think and act, as you think about the great reversal of earthly ways in the world of mercy. May God's unlimited love and abounding grace be with you. May God's unlimited hope and abounding joy be with you. May God's unlimited goodness and abounding acceptance be with you. <laughs>